Hi, my name is Kay Sutha. I am a business strategist and I will be your host. In this podcast, I'll be getting raw, real and relentless whilst interviewing successful entrepreneurs from all over the world who specialize in different aspects of business. We'll cover the five main pillars of business, which are sales, marketing, finance, operations and leadership, but not forgetting mindset, live and digital events, plus much, much more. You will gain insights, tips and tricks and discover jaw-dropping actionable steps that you will be able to put in place for your business right away. Guys, I have an amazing guest for you today. Oh my God, like not only does he dress dapper and I love the way he dresses, but he has done so much and got so much experience and got so many little nuggets to give you. So our next guest has helped individuals and companies the last 19 years learn to live life on purpose and not by accident. He has taught others in the industry and of course his clients to level up and to stop living on a hamster wheel, which is, you know, going to work, coming home, getting paid and then doing it all over again. He is also an Amazon best-selling author of Give a Heck, How to Live Life on Purpose and Not by Accident. He's also a podcast host of Give a Heck podcast, which is listened to in over 18 countries. He specializes in teaching individuals and entrepreneurs how to level up in their mindset by using goals and personal growth strategies he currently is developing a program to teach others in his industry how to accomplish this as well as take the message global to anyone that needs it he is here today to share with us the basic steps as well as some examples of how he has helped so many others how to win the money game through personal growth of the six inches between the ears Please welcome the amazing, the fabulous Dwight Heck. Hi, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. No worries. Now, I know you've got so many little nuggets to give to our audience today. I mean, the small conversations that we've had, we could have gone on and on and on forever, right? And so I knew I had to bring you on this show because our audience needs to hear what you have. And so before we get into the nitty gritty of everything, I need to ask you first, you know, our audience needs to know why you got into business, what you were doing before and how this all came about. Sure. Um, I grew up with a father that was an entrepreneur that actually owned his own business. And from a very young age, I started working for him and I seen what owning a business could do for others in service and do also for our own family uh, growing up. So I was always intrigued about wanting to own my own business. I didn't do like many. I didn't take over my father's business. I decided to be that rebel child and and I left our, our home little city and I went, and I went to the big metropolitan city of a million and some people about an hour away. And I wanted to spread my own wings. I wanted to figure things out. So I went to, uh, a college here and I got my electronics engineering um, diploma from a college in uh, Edmonton, Alberta here where I live in Canada. And I started working in that industry 
But the problem is, is when you work for somebody else, it's it's just like the acronym is job just over broke, right? So I was just barely getting by. I was married, had kids. And, you know, I didn't control my own time. You basically have to punch in, punch out, eat lunch, take your breaks, go home. You don't have any control. And one day when I was doing some work for them, I overheard them say that they wanted to, they needed some help in regards to their IT stuff. And I had always been good with computers and I offered to do it for them on the side. Give me all the manuals. They couldn't get the company to come in to do it that normally did it for them in a quick enough period of time and they were desperate. So I took the manuals to make it short, read them within a couple of days, staying up till two, three in the morning and still coming into my job the next morning by 8 a.m. I uh, fixed their problems and they handed me all their IT industry career stuff. So that was my first delve into into my own business. So I started that on the side, ended up having to quit that career. Mm-hmm. Became a, That was my first entrepreneur career. I did that for just about 10 years, but it was really hard on my health. Right. I got into fi- I got into finance as my second entrepreneur career because once you've been an entrepreneur, going back to a job working nine to five ain't gonna happen. It, it just is not, not gonna happen. I am unemployable. Thank you very much. Yes. Right? 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 Nobody could hire me. I would not be a good employee. I probably would, but anyway, you know what? I get the listeners get the gist of what I I'm what saying. You mean. Yeah. So I got into finance, I was offered an opportunity to get in and get trained in finance and had somebody call me up and say, you're a very tenacious person. You're very good with people. You're respectful. And we think you'd be good in finance. We'll train you. And, you know, first off though, we're going to help you because we know you make a decent income, but you're, this is a good friend of mine, by the way. So he told me, he says, I know you're living from paycheck to paycheck and, you know, and this is my words, not his, but you know, I live with more months than money. So, you know, I got educated. I quickly fired my trainer after about six weeks and took over my own (laughs) destiny. I became the win within my own sales and charted my own course and went and became the top of my industry in less than a year and a half in Canada. Um, And basically haven't looked back since. I've been going out and helping people learn how to live life on purpose, not by accident. And yeah, that's basically my origin wow. I got into so I've been an entre- I've been a serial entrepreneur um, and I would never go any other way wow so you have had an exceptional journey and kind of finding you know going through employment and figuring out what it was you want to do realize that what you were doing with IT you didn't want to do wasn't your passion and then finding finally finding out what your passion really was yes awesome, awesome. so a little bird told me a little bird told me, Dwight, that you have this uncanny ability to empathize with people. Tell the audience what that actually means. Well, bottom line, I've, I've, I think my whole life I've been an empath. And I've always had the ability to feel other people's misery, their happiness, because you don't feel just one emotion, you feel it all right. Um, I think I really, really realized how much of an empath I was. I didn't really have a label for it. When my kids were teenagers, I could be sitting down in my second and my main floor of my house and they'd be up in their, in their rooms. Cause I have five children, right? They're all adults now right. raised them as a single dad. And wow. I could feel that I could, I could tell their strife. I could feel their pain. 
And I was always, I was always on an unrest or uneasy, even if they didn't tell me anything was wrong. I could feel their energy when they'd come into the house. That was because you were their dad. So you were going to feel their pain. Um, yeah, it could be because I was their dad. Absolutely. But I also realized though, in my own career, I could never, people would say to me, how are you able to do this much for these clients, whether it was an individual, a couple or a business? Okay. And I could never put my finger on it. You know, sometimes in life, we just have things about ourselves or we're yeah. good at something and we really don't know why. It just happens. And I could always empathize with my clients. I could sit and, you know, I could get what they were saying and I could come up with good analogies and stories to help ease their, their, their strife, their pain, right. That they were going through with, with finances. Maybe it wasn't even finance. Maybe it was, I I would become a counselor, like a bartender or a (laughs) hairstylist or a barber talks to people. Guess what? I became that type of person. So as I got older, um, you know, and my life continued to develop. One day, a person by the name of Ed Milet, and people can look him up. He's a very famous person. Ed, 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 I followed for years. About three years ago, I posted. He said his question was, and he's got like 400,000, 500,000 followers, right? He's not us. He's got a lot of people. He yeah. asked, what's your superpower? Mm. And I put in there, I put in there, Ed, I think my superpower is empathy. Mm. And I didn't think he'd ever respond. I've met him before. He knows who he knows who I am. We're not friends. And he responded back. My gosh, brother, that's the first time anybody in my life has ever told me that empathy is a superpower. And I 100% agree, because the ability to understand people's pain and then help them through the challenges, the roller coaster of that pain, Mm -hmm. um, or even to to enhance their happiness is such a gift. Thank you for sharing. And since then, I've done everything I can to research empathy. I've had people on my own show that focus on empathy. And yeah, so hopefully that answered your question. Wow, awesome. So that leads me to my next question for you. Um, And that is, what makes you or qualifies you as an expert in this field? Um, I think what qualifies me as an expert in this field is the fact that I lived it everything I'm helping my clients with both on an individual, personal, um, uh, couple basis, business basis. I've lived it. I've lived that life of quiet desperation and and feeling like I was on a hamster wheel from the moment I'd get up to the moment I'd go to bed. My dreams are all about the fact, uh, you know, am I going to have more months of money again? Am I going to be able to pay things for myself, for my children? You know, and it was just, my mind was always swimming, um, Kay, and I was, it was just horrible. So I I did whatever I could to figure out how to get out of that. Right. Because I'm a tenacious person. Right. And everything you've just said about, you know, paying your bills and can you buy these products that you need for your kids? I mean, this is a lot of questions that a lot of people are going through is been is running in their mind and they're, they're struggling with finances and they're thinking oh my god are they going to be able to put food in their kids mouths you know they're going to be able to buy the nappies so oh my god yeah th- that is something that a lot of people struggle with and I'm so glad that you mentioned that and that you actually went through that because so many people can relate to it uh, but you found a way out you found a way out from that which is amazing, which is yeah. something that we're going to go, um, delve into a little bit more. So, and also what I liked that you mentioned is real life experience. You're qualified as an expert because you've been through it. You, you're living life and you figured it out 
And the best qualification to me isn't a piece of paper, isn't that MBA or that degree, but it is having that real life experience and going through it all and then finding solutions of different struggles that you're going through. So that's amazing to me. Thank you. No worries. So do you have maybe a quick principle that you can teach our audience today that they can immediately apply? Yeah, I, I can teach you something that you could apply right now. You need to, there's a couple things though, when you go on to the financial journey of, of stopping living a life of quiet desperation, you need to understand your surroundings, your associations, you need to start inputting things into your brain to enhance and level up your six inches from that strife, that pain that you're in. So first off, Watch what you're watching, what you know, and be careful about who you, what you're listening to in regards to podcasts, books, what you're reading, who you're associating with is so important. That's the first and simplest thing. It's not as, I guess, it's not simple because it can be hard because we get caught in a rut of life of who we yeah. hang out with. We get caught in that comfort, even if it's painful. Mm -hmm. So, you know, reach out to somebody that can help mentor and coach you to do that. From that point forward. The first step of getting control of your finance is that the second step that I help people through is I help them goal set. What do you want? Yeah. What do you want today? Don't you don't have some people it's, it's hard for them to think about what they want next month, next week, yeah, let alone. Exactly. What do you want today? What can you embrace today to make you happy so that you can level up and move your life forward? Again, it, it's not as simple as I make it sound. It, it, we need coaches. We need mentors. And that's what I'm here for. And there's many other great people out there. Figure out what you want and do a little bit of planning and soul searching and break down those goals. And it's best, again, to do it with somebody because they can help you see the forest for the trees. They can help you see past your your own, your own BS, your own things that are been holding you back that anchor over your shoulder. And from there, you know, detail everything in your life on, you know, reach out to me, I can send you a free budgeting spreadsheet, but I literally dive into everything when it comes to somebody's numbers. Like, do you get your hair cut every month? Obviously, you know, I don't, but you know, do you get your, do you get your hair cut every month? Do you get oil changes in your vehicle? How much petrol, gas do you go through in a month? Everything. What do you spend on entertainment? And get down to a point where you know that, oh my goodness, this month I'm going to have enough money. Next month I'm going to be short. I'm going to have more months of money. What can I do and what can I control? What can I do within my structure of my budget to live a life that's more on purpose? So that even the months where I have less money, I know, oh my gosh, I can see a few months from now, I got all these birthdays, anniversaries, I got this coming up, I got to pay these fees for my association, yeah. all these different things that I have to pay. I'm going to take $50 from every month prior or hundred and, and I'm going to put it into another entry called future bills, or you, you some people will call it whatever they want to be, right? Some people are trying to save for a big vacation for the summer. So I get them to put an entry in vacation summer and start saving so they can live a more structured life. Is it always possible? 
Absolutely, it's always possible. Do I know the time frame for you? Absolutely not, right? We could sit down. It takes time because it's a struggle because we have that internal strife of how we were raised or how society has taught us that we are entitled, that we should own everything right now, that we, we, we you know, use credit, do this, do that. Yes. And I'm not saying you shouldn't use credit for something. Sometimes it just happens that you have to. But then do you have but within your budget to get out of that credit debt. Right. Do you know how to do debt consolidation? I teach all those sort of things to help people. Right. Okay. So what you're really telling me is you've got to make sure you're planning ahead. That's what, what it really comes down to is planning ahead and making sure you know what's coming up and you know where your money is really going to seeing the income and seeing the outgoings. And that's what you really kind of delve into um, and get people think about. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, I wanted to go back slightly. You mentioned about making sure you're listening to the right things, you know, making sure you have the right environment. But what about when it comes to family? You can't choose your family. And sometimes, you know, you get that uncle, you get that aunt that just drives you insane. What do you do about those people? Um, those people I choose to love and I choose to not like. <laughs> and I choose to I choose to be very controlling. So here's what I've done in the last even before this career. So it's been longer than 19 years, 30 years, let's say the last 30 years. In environments where I have to be about, around relatives or friends that I don't particularly like, right? There, what comes what comes out of their their mouth? Um, <laughs> I, I control the time that I spend around them. So if let's say if it's a, an event, you know the events five hours, I'll show up just a half hour before the meal. I'll eat the meal. I'll do a little polite chit chat, 30 minutes, 40 minutes after the meal. I'll do the polite. Thank you very much. The meal was fantastic. The company was great because I'm never lying because there is people there that I do like. So the company was great later and I walk away. And, and I just, it's very, you control your destiny. Anybody that says that they don't, you know what? That's not true. You control your destiny if you choose to be in control. And I'm telling you, is it easy? I I'm a working project till the day I take my last breath. So it's not easy. Sometimes I go into a situation where I have to control my body language because there's somebody there, a relative or a friend or, or a combination yeah. of both. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, do I have to be here? And I'll just, you know, I'll put on that facade. That's the only time that a facade's okay. <laughs> put on that, <laughs> put on that mask, right? Oh, it's so, it's, it's, Oh, it's, it's such a pleasure to see you, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, Oh, I hate lying to myself, but sometimes <laughs> being ki sometimes kindness trumps being truthful all the time. Yes. Yes. And sometimes, and especially in family, you just got to make sure you keep the peace. You don't want to be kind of stirring the pot in any way at all. So thank you for that feedback. Cause I know that's something that people do actually struggle with. My own clients have come to me and said, what about families? Okay, I can choose friends, but family you can't choose. So thanks for that little tactic and those strategies. I know that's going to come in handy. So regards to your empath business, your, your financial business, um, are you able to give our audience some of your recent success stories? Sure, I can give you, I have lots of success stories. Um, one of the ones it wouldn't necessarily be recent. It'd be the one that's been most profound in my life. Uh, a couple approached me and they were 
approximately $40,000 in debt. They hadn't taken a vacation besides going to the lake to go, you know, toss a, a, a hook in the water and go fishing, but not a real vacation over 10 years, over a decade. And I got introduced to them as friends many years prior. And, you know, of course, friends, family, they kind of shy away from somebody like me because they don't want us to know what's behind the curtain. They don't want us to know what's behind the mask or facade of their life. So it took them a while to sit down with me and I helped them do everything I talked about. I helped them learn about associations. I talked to them about what are you communicating with? Who do you associate with? And I give them little techniques about how to deal with family. Like we were just talking about and I go, I goal set with them. What are your goals? Well, I want to get out of debt. Okay. And I had a, I have a chart and I took down all their numbers. I figured out what their net worth is. And for the listeners, that's your assets, things that are physically that you own that have value versus your liabilities, your credits, the things that you owe. Right. right? And I helped them figure out that they had not, they didn't have a net worth. They had a negative net worth okay. and they were in their for, they were in their forties. And I helped them understand that process. And again, this took multiple meetings, listeners. This isn't something I don't push people that can take five, six meetings. It can take 15, 20 hours to help people learn how to level up. Because guess what? It took you years to get there. How can you expect to get out of it, Quinn? And then I I teach them how, and I took their numbers. I taught them detail budgeting. We colored the the wife of the house, a good friend of mine. We actually, she color coded everything after I gave her the spreadsheet. And she, yeah, she color coded it because she wanted it to be more to pop. Right. And they lived, they lived by that. I taught them debt consolidation strategies, things that people would have to pay for. I taught them all for free. Um, And they basically within a couple of years got out of debt went on a, their first vacation, they bought into a timeshare in Mexico. And every year after that fact, they always made sure they had their budget in order. They stayed out of debt. Did they forever stay out of debt? I, I don't know. It, it depends right. how often people share with me. As far as I know, they did because we, we'd have client reviews and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But uh, they ended up getting out of debt which took a, a huge weight off their shoulders, got to start going on their first vacation, got to buy a timeshare in Mexico where they loved going so they could go deep sea fishing. But I just, it just totally changed their lives. When I met them, their body language was stressed out. The people they associated with, all they did was they lived for the weekends of, you know, drinking, not necessarily that's what they did, but I'm just using that as an example people live for the weekends to drink to party mm. or to sit and binge watch movies and feel sorry for themselves <laughs> and be a couch potato right? right so that was one of my most successful I got many others but that that would be the most successful situation where it literally helps somebody learn how to live life on purpose and and put things in place to you know save their yeah. marriage to save mm. their just their mindset right to save their connection to each other and to the universe really and to god and right. uh, do you know what what i'm hearing from you is that you help people plan you help people organize you help people change their habits their relationship with money that's what i'm hearing right now and it's exactly true what you said that, you know, family, your society, the culture, your background, it all, you know, you create habits, not, not necessarily those ones that are going to serve you or benefit you in any way, but you start creating those habits because of your environment. And what you're there to do is to show them a different way. 
a different perspective and a different way of living. That's what I'm hearing that you do. And that's freaking amazing that you can actually do that and pull it out of people. Because I feel like everyone has it in them to do it, to be successful, to be able to change their life and their destiny. And they have to make that choice. You're there to make sure you're pulling out the, the true habits, the right ways of doing things, um, and you're there as a catalyst for them. They're the ones doing it, but you're there as a catalyst, which is- I love how you said that though, because it teaches them, when you teach them I'm the catalyst, it teaches them to be accountable to them. Accountability isn't yeah. about other people. It's mm -hmm. about being accountable to you and somebody reminding you, being yeah. that catalyst, that that little poke, 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 yeah. you know, <laughs> you need to do this. And this is what you need to do. Because I did get calls from those clients and saying, Hey, you know, this is what's going on. And we tweak things. It didn't, mm -hmm. it didn't, wasn't like I sat down with them and it just magically happened. We stayed yeah. in connection just so the listeners and, you know, we stayed in connection because I'm here to coach you through to become, have, you know, more of a life success than you've ever had before because you want it. So that's another thing I want to add. None of this is going to work if you don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. And Dwight, I have to ask this because people are going to want to know where can they receive some additional free support from you and where can they contact you? The best place to go is go to my website. Um, it's www.giveaheck.com. Um, in there, it's a, you'll go into a portal page. And there's selections for finance and there's selections about everything to do with me, about my book, my podcast, but you can certainly reach out to me um, through that. Um, for those that don't want to go to the website, you can just email me at Dwight at giveaheck.com. So just like it says, Dwight at giveaheck.com. And uh, yeah, we'll be in touch with one another and I'll see how I can help you out because it doesn't matter where you live. I may not be able to help you with the products or services in your area, but I, all the stages of what I've just been talking about with Kay, nor did I talk about a product because none of it has, it, it all has to do with very simplistic processes that people overcomplicate or don't even know about. So I just teach you, I coach you through it and I can help mm -hmm. you no matter where you live. And then you can take that information once you're in charge of your life and go apply it to investing or insurance or whatever you need for, you know, living life on purpose better today so that you can retire in comfort and pass with dignity. Oh, wow. Awesome. And you know what? I like that you said that, you know, you like to simplify things and not overcomplicate it because as human beings, and I put my hands up to this, we tend to overcomplicate everything. Everything is complicated and it doesn't have to be. And again, you're there to show people how to completely simplify this. Dwight, thank you for coming on the show. You have been awesome on here. I love the powerful nuggets you've given. So many people are going to get so much out of this. Um, and once again, thanks for the opportunity of being on my show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for your time and listening to Uncensored Society podcast. All resources mentioned throughout the episode will be added to the show notes and you'll be able to find them at the bottom as you scroll down. Don't forget to go ahead and subscribe and leave a review in iTunes. Thank you once again.